Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Life series, where we help you maximize your potential and results in the area of personal development, entrepreneurship, and travel. And I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. Create your life. Create ta propre vie. Create your life. Create your life. Create la tua vita. Create your life. Don't skip your life. You better create your life. <laughs> create your life. Create la vie. Create your life. Create your life. Create Your Life family, thanks for tuning in to this episode. Before we get started, I wanted to share some exciting information from our sponsor. We only pick people and companies that we think are awesome to bring onto the show, so please support them. As a podcaster, I've spent hours and hours editing, doing show graphics, and much more, and I finally got fed up with losing all of my free time to post-production activities. So I decided to do something about it. And if you are a fellow busy podcaster who would like to just record and have someone else do the dirty work of graphic creation, tagging and uploading your show to your server and in-depth SEO generating show notes, go to podcastlaundry.com or call 347-871-8273 to schedule your consultation. That's podcastlaundry.com or 347-871-8273. Beautiful people, this is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and today is an amazing day. And as you know, we have another amazing guest. This gentleman is actually someone who has helped me out in my life personally and has told me a few things that have helped me to be in alignment with my goal and in my purpose. So I'm super excited to have him on. He's an international known entertainer, educator, and empowerment speaker. He has appeared on BT, SoulTrain.com, The Source, Hip Hop Magazine, NPR, and more. He is a frequent performer on the national poetry circuits and has shared the stage with some of Hollywood's biggest entertainers from J. Cole to Tom Joyner to Music Soul Child, as well as prominent public figures such as Eric Thomas and Dan Gilbert. His love for the emotion of expression has taken him from Harlem street corners to sold out theaters, from the Congressional Black Caucus to the Yale University School of Management. Recent accomplishments include being named a digital correspondent for BET's online series, What's at Stake, and being chosen to be a part of Black Enterprises' BE Modern Man campaign for 2017. He has received training opportunities such as the Transformative Education Action Institute at Columbia University and has spent time working with youth across the country, providing workshops and life-changing presentations. He is also co-founder of Driven to Inspire LLC, a company that provides professional and personal development for profit and nonprofit organizations. He also serves as one of the longest tenured dream directors with nonprofit organization, The Future Project, where he works with teenagers to build projects based on their passions and dreams at Wilbur Cross High School in New Haven, Connecticut. Both national and international audiences have called him a unique blend of spoken word, explosive stage presence, and hip hop. Amazingly creative. I'm talking about none other than Mr. Frank E. Brady. Frank, please say hello to the Create Your Life family. 
Beautiful people, what's going on? It's Frankie Brady coming at you live and direct on the Create Your Life series, man. I'm excited and excited to be here. Frank, man, I'm so happy to have you, bro. I want to jump right in. You are born in the Bronx where hip-hop started, raised in New Rochelle. Man, talk to us about your journey from going to the Bronx to New Rochelle to now being in Connecticut and being Mr. Worldwide Edutainer. My journey of getting to where I am right now, man, you know, it all started in New Rochelle, New York. I was born in the Bronx, but moved to New Rochelle just for a better environment, change of environment. As a young child, I was always that child that people were drawn to my energy, people were drawn to my presence, and I never really knew why. I was always put in like these little leadership positions and everything like that. I went to the Boys and Girls Club when I was younger. I used to go to the summer experiences. They have summer camps and everything, right? They would put me on stage, like ending event, and I'd be rapping, or choreograph number, I'd be dancing. I just kind of always went along with it. I was transitioning up, man. I was around individuals that used to get me in a little bit of trouble here and there, you know, little nonsense, little knucklehead stuff here and there, from shoplifting to stealing bikes, little light things. But those people were just always drawn to me. In the midst of us doing stupid things, or like adolescent things, we talk about problems and everything that was going on in each other's homes. From then, people were just always drawn to me. And I think what ended up happening is it didn't really balance out. The people that were drawn to me started to get me in like a little bit of trouble, a little bit of like mischievousness where it was better for me to leave New Rochelle based on my conversations with my aunt and my grandparents who were raising me at the time that landed me in Connecticut where, you know, I had a chance to kind of settle it down a little bit, start it over a little bit. I really discovered my love for the passion for art and entertainment and empowerment. That led to me in high school doing like different productions and performances and speeches. My mother is a poet and she has a writing background. I had a friend of mine that was a a writer from the Bronx that came up to Connecticut as well. And he kind of helped cultivate that gift in me. And as I'm going into college, just all through my college career, people wanted me to perform poems and to speak and just have all these leadership positions. And that kind of just carried over and pushed me to the point where when I was graduating college, I had a full-blown consulting company, um, FEB Communications which does the education, empowerment, entertainment piece. That trend of that and being rooted in the community and the community asking for my services just kind of blossomed. And before that, it became a regional thing. And different companies, organizations, conferences were requesting me to speak or to perform. And then colleges and universities were requesting me to speak and perform. And I just kind of like stayed the path in the course and cultivated my gift and my talents and my skill set to continue to like leverage those opportunities to get on different stages to get on different platforms mm-hmm. while always maintaining a mindset of how do I utilize my gifts and talents and influence to give back. I'm really passionate about youth. So how do I utilize that to influence the next generation? And I learned early on that youth value receipts. They value accomplishments. They value credibility. So that's kind of pushed me to continually be a credible individual, which really has driven the platform that I'm standing on today. In that, talking about the platform that you're standing on today, you also were honored as a modern man of distinction by Black Enterprise Magazine last year. And then this year, you had the opportunity to be a speaker at the Black Men Excel Conference. So I'm happy because we were in the same class of modern men of distinction. But how did you go about taking it a step further and becoming a speaker at the conference this year? How did that come about, man? Well, I'll tell you, man, last year... I had a conversation with the associate um, edit, VP, editor-at-large of Black Enterprise, man, Mr. Alfred Edmund Jr., life changer right there. And he said to me, now that you've gotten this platform, man, there's higher expectations 
folks are going to be watching you a little bit more closely. It kind of lit a fire on me to go harder than I ever went before, execute mm-hmm. at a higher level, and also just serve at a higher level as well. Right. So I just stepped my game up to a whole other level where the youth I was working with and providing programming with, I was building them into young change makers and young leaders. Mm-hmm. And they were getting all this media attention and doing all these large scale projects for the city of New Haven, Connecticut, doing things that the city itself thought weren't possible to bring 500 young people together and they have no issues of violence and no incidents and everything like that. And it was just me really coaching them and transferring what I got and giving it to them. I just upped my presence in the community even more, seeing really where I could serve. And it was through serving my young people that just raised my visibility by default. And I believe Black Enterprise was following that story and that journey. Through that, I was asked to be a speaker on the BE Modern Man um, panel of influence. And what was dope about that is um, I was also awarded the BE Modern Man of the Year Award from Black Enterprise for 2018. So it was just about, man, looking for any way possible I could serve. Services like they say you can serve your way to the top, man. I learned that from um, this dude, Devon Franklin. Mm-hmm. Serve, 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 man. And look how the place you can fill gaps on people's lives. Your nickname is The Hope Dealer. How did so, that come about, man? I like that name. You know, as a poet, as an artist, one day I was just writing this poem. I always was fascinated on the transformation on the dope dealer, right, of the drug dealer and the influence that the drug dealer has in our communities. I was also always fascinated on, like, how do we utilize influence and flip it from negative to positive? How do we create counterculture? And one day I was just playing with words from dope dealer to hope dealer, teach us how to cope really and be a dope healer. And I was mm-hmm. like, hope healer, dope to hope. And mm-hmm. it just started sticking. And I was like, well, I need to do that. Like, I push dreams and I sling hope. And it just came about and it just stuck ever since. It's like 2013. The other thing that I have to say, Frank, is number one, I want to go back and say congratulations to you for the Modern Man of the Year Award. That's amazing, bro. Congratulations to you. Thank you. But you have this peace about you and your spirit and knowing what works for you, what you want and following that specifically, which is an area that you helped me in. How did you come to have that inner peace, man? That inner peace really came from a couple of different directions. I say one, just the storms of life will try you. And mm-hmm. I think as you're going through the storms of life and the situations of life, you have to be willing to just learn on the fly, learn what your relationship is to what you go through and what are the patterns in your life. And I just came to a point in my life where I had to figure out, analyze what are the patterns in my life that I'm repeating? What part am I playing in my story? And once I started to understand that, I started to be able to change my behaviors. And the behaviors I changed led me to have more peace in my life because I stopped getting into the same cycles of situations I kept finding myself in. If I could see it coming and I could avoid it, if I could alter a behavior that leads to me getting into a certain situation I've been in like countless times, Mm -hmm. it'll make me more peaceful because it creates less drama in my life. And for you, I know that you have this positive energy, but we all have our downtimes and, you know, your challenges, especially working with youth when sometimes they may make less than ideal decisions. And for you, you're balancing so much with being a director of a nonprofit, having your own training company and entrepreneurship. How do you stay motivated when things get hard? Faith is very important to me. My spiritual practices, that keeps me grounded. I would also say I have lifelines that I tap into when I'm feeling overwhelmed. I feel like we all need personal boards of directors that we can call for different things, whether they be financial, whether they be like spiritual, whether they be mental. We need folks that we can tap into that are going to speak into us and empower us and help us get out of our own heads when we're feeling down. I feel like the worst place to stay at when you're going through situations mm-hmm. and you're tired or you're burnt is your own head because your thoughts can make you sink. That's what helps me, man, having a strong circle of people that I can call and I can lean on. Piggybacking off of that same question, how do you balance it all? Because that's a lot. Those three jobs, 
occupations and entrepreneurship is a full-time gig. So how do you do that? And I know you show up for your kids' graduations and events and things like that, man. How? I have a meticulous system of management that I pushed myself into. I have accountability around my life as well. I got the wall calendars at the crib right here. Details what my year looked like months and months ahead of time. I got an organized system of my whiteboards here. I put in a lot of extra hours and a lot of extra work. Even my nine to five, I work on my five to nine. Mm-hmm. So though my five to nine, I have to have my nine to 12 before I can get some sleep. I break up everything I do into those three sections and quadrants, right? I don't cheat my full-time grind. I give it all the attention that it deserves. My training and development comes. I just give everything the attention it deserves. I just strive for that balance. And it's hard. It's not easy, man. It's the season of leveling up. But you have to be able to handle everything that you prayed for and you wanted. You can't complain when you get what you actually asked for. It comes with a lot of expectations, man, and elevated accountability. Absolutely. And in that, you said nine to five, five to nine, nine to 12. What does your personal life come in on that? So I'm a part of this brotherhood called um, G-Men, right? Okay. And G-Men, um, under the leadership of this amazing brother named Kendall Ficklin, man, it, we learn about what it is to have balance in our lives, like the system called the core four. And we learn about balance. Some people can be financially wealthy, but then their personal lives is lacking. Or they can have great personal lives, personal relationships, but then their health is lacking. So I think the main thing for me is just like, I can't do it by myself. I need a system of folks around me. And that's what helps me have a stronger personal life, right? Like I have calls set up with my family members. I have a standing call with my sister every week. I have a text check-in every week with my cousin. I have calls with my family down in Florida every week. The more meticulous and focused you are on your time and how you can capture it, the less of it you lose. Wow, Create Your Life family. I hope that you are really enjoying this episode. I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsors and let you know that our sponsors are giving special offers just for you. If you are a fellow busy podcaster who just wants to record and spend the rest of your time doing what you love, like working out at the gym with family and friends or traveling, use code CYLS for a discount on services when you go to podcastlaundry.com or call 347-871-8273 to schedule your consultation. That's podcastlaundry.com or 347-871-8273. And without further ado, let's get back to the show. What role has mentorship played in your success and who holds you accountable? Mentorship has played a huge role in my success. I'm held accountable by the brothers in my brotherhood of G-Men, held accountable by my many mentors in my life. I have like around five or six mentors. You're an international edutainer sharing the stage with acts such as Slick Rick, J. Cole, many more. What have been the keys to securing these partnerships with some of the amazing outlets, acts, and companies that you've had the opportunity to work with? I would say you have to be able to leverage your opportunities as often as possible. I would say for some of these opportunities, if they see you share the stage with one individual, that's like a cosign, right? Right. You had to go through a process to be picked. So you could pitch another organization, a company like, hey, this is what I've done already. This is what I've already been um, co-signed on. This is what I could bring to the table with your event, organization, stage, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. This is the proof. So it's leveraging and flipping proof, really. As you've been grinding and been working, because I met you back in 2011 when we were both speaking at a school in Brooklyn and you were in the game for a longer time than I had been at that point. During this course of this time of you being a hope dealer and a poet and all of these things, have you encountered negative feedback? And if you did, was it public, private? Were you prepared for it? And how did you even push through it? I've been blessed because one of the things I stand on is a life of integrity when people are watching and when people are not watching. 
so most of the feedback, I guess, has been like private, right? And it's been things like, well, why do you call yourself the hope dealer? Is that promoting like dope, right? I've heard that before. Even for kids, if I go to a spot, not every kid is going to feel what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Some kids might say, you know what, you know, your rap or your poems are cool, but they don't necessarily hit me a certain way. That feedback drives me to get better and sharpen. So I guess you take it, you take it in stride, right? Like you chew the meat, spit out the bones, but you do take it because it's rooted in a place where you can improve and develop. It was funny, man. My best friend says, eat the chicken, throw away the bone. So just take what you need, you know? So that's very dope. For you, what has been the biggest challenge that you needed to overcome in order to be this version of Frank that I see here in front of me today? That's easy. The version of Frank from a year ago, the version of Frank from yesterday, Mm -hmm. the version of Frank from a month ago. I think my biggest challenge is always overcoming myself, not being stuck in my current accomplishments, knowing that I always have room to grow and develop and improve. My own own shortcomings, we all have them, right? I say myself, I've always been the biggest obstacle to my growth and my development. Was there ever any point that you were going to give up? When, why, and how did you push past that? Yeah, I would say last year, after the Black Men Excel Conference, I was in Florida staying with my family to help them through the Hurricane Irma. And that was probably the most dynamic, life-changing situations I've ever been through because that pushed me as a man to grow, to manage not only a household, but to manage my mother, manage my uncle, manage my grandfather, who was 93 years old, and be accountable for their safety. For me, what happened is just like my faith in God, my spiritual practices that grounded me in order to go through that little storm in my life. And all the experiences I had, you know, sometimes we have all the experiences that we go through in life. And we have these skill sets. And I just really brought those forward in how to secure and push and bring my family through that storm. So for you, if you weren't doing what you're doing right now, what would you be doing? Is there a career or a hobby that you've always wanted to pursue? I would say acting. If I wasn't doing all this, I'd be a full-out actor. I love to portray a character. I got a taste of acting in this commercial I recently did, which was real fun. It would definitely be acting, man. I love channeling my emotions into becoming someone. If somebody could come into your business right now and help you with one thing, what would that one thing be? That one thing would definitely be brand, brand realignment. I'm in the process of doing some like structured and detailed realignment on my brand, the message, the imaging, the logo, everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, brand realignment. Awesome. So my next question to you, Frank, is can you swim? No. I can do the regular swimming. Like I can stay afloat. I can't do the swimming I see everybody else do okay. for some reason. I do the hard kicking, the ham swinging, but I can't do the laps back and forth in the pool I see everybody else do. Well, don't worry, man. We got a life jacket for you because <laughs> uh, we're about to jump into the dolphin tank. All right, let's get it. All right. This is uh, rapid fire questions, man. You ready? Let's do it. What are your goal setting methods and how do you make sure that you are growing each year? Accountability, having a 12 month a year calendar, which I set quarterly goals on and monthly assessment of those quarterly goals. And I meet my growth based on if I'm meeting those goals or not. What was holding you back from creating your best life? Myself, my personal development, issues in my childhood, things that I went through that I hadn't dealt with. Top tech that you're using to make your business run smoothly. Google Suites, the G Suite, man. Google over everything. Favorite quote or model that you live by? The dream is for free, but the hustle is sold separately. True. Very true. Favorite and most impactful book that you've read? Man, the Bible. Definitely. Three jewels that you would tell someone looking to create the best life? Don't allow your pain to stop you from walking into your power. Let it make you. Your past isn't a determinant of where you're going. It's a setup for where you're going. Don't allow what people to say about you to determine your future and your trajectory. What's next for you, brother? Man, expanding this platform to be a stronger international-based brand and leveraging my influence to impact my community even more in stronger ways with corporations, with different partnerships, nonprofit, for-profits. It's leveraging my influence. 
And what's the best way for us to keep in contact with you? You can get at me on Facebook. I'm pretty active. Frank E. Brady, the Hope Dealer. Instagram at Frank E. Brady. Twitter at Frank E. Brady. I'm very responsive on all platforms. So, Frank, we've reached that point in the interview where it's time for the turnaround. You become the interviewer. I become the interviewee. You get to ask me any three questions that you want, and I have to answer. So I only have one request. Yep. Please be gentle. I got you. (laughs) What inspired you to start this Create Your Life series? I was headed to Japan to speak at the International Foster Care Conference, and I wanted to show others, especially who grew up in foster care like me or from lower economic communities and things like that, that we could go out and go and see the world, even when we don't speak the language. I didn't speak the language, but I had intentions on going to seven to eight different cities, and that was my goal, and I knew that I could do it. And so I just started filming and adding in a bit of motivation in there, and that's essentially how it came about, man. Create Your Life Series was born in Tokyo, Japan, and I took it all around the country. And then I came back and I did Japan edition, Dominican Republic edition, California edition, Bahamas edition. So I did all of these different series. And so that's where it was born on YouTube. And then a couple of years later, I had the opportunity to go live on radio and brought it back. Well, I guess it never died, but brought it back and really worked to make it as great of a caliber of a show. And so here we are today, man. But it was essentially to help and inspire. Beautiful. Now, when I first met you, man, one of the platforms that you were really strong on Mm -hmm. is financial management and helping students understand financial aid and why that's important and how to hack that. Mm -hmm. What inspired you to to become such a voice and an advocate for college-based financial education? Because I think that student loan debt affects people in amazing ways. I guess amazing might not be the best word, but detrimental ways because people are not getting married. They're not buying houses. They're not starting families because they have this mountain of debt. And so Mm -hmm. I thought that I had the opportunity. I stumbled into college for the most part. didn't know anything about finance or anything like that, but I was willing to hustle in order to figure out how to graduate college for free. And it was a statement that I made in front of my entire dorm when I was a freshman, probably like two or three days into school. And so I stuck to it and I graduated college for free. And then after college, I was hearing my friends. I thought it was a normal thing to just figure out how to go for free. But I heard all my friends complaining. They had like these great jobs down on Wall Street and at these big corporations, but they're paying all of this money back to student loans. So I thought that it's important for me to be able to help people do so. And so I wrote the book, 10 Ways Anyone Can Graduate College Debt-Free. Most recently, I turned it into an online course called Debt-Free College Academy. And this year, I actually am working to hand out a thousand scholarships to Debt-Free College Academy. That is a goal of mine. I'm actually looking for some nonprofits or some organizations to partner with in order to really walk these kids through it. I also created a 91-day in-classroom curriculum that helps students graduate college for free. And so it's just one of those things, man. Wow. So I request that you send me information on that so I can pass it along. One. And the last question you're also a speaker yourself. So what inspired you to become a speaker? To be honest with you, Les Brown is the first person who told me to be a speaker. And when he told me that, I was like, nah, man, I'm solely into fashion. This is what I studied in college. This is what my life is about. Essentially, I got tired of working in fashion. I felt that the industry was hollow and I wanted to do something where I could get out, meet people and help people in a real way. And so speaking was the outlet that I chose and been doing it ever since. Thank you for answering them questions, man. It's very informative. Nah, most definitely, brother. Thank you so much for being on the show. Most definitely. It's been a pleasure, man. Shout out to the whole Create Your Life audience out here watching. Great, great. I'm glad to support this. Glad to be up here on this platform. Yes, sir. Man, I'm, I can't wait till your episode comes out. Create Your Life family, thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio and rate and review us. This helps us build this community and building a community is what we are all about right now so that we can deliver as much value as possible to you. So until next time, create your life and feed your ambition. 
This episode was brought to you by PodcastLaundry.com. I love Podcast Laundry. It provides a real solution to free up my time. And time is the only resource that we cannot get back. Podcast Laundry was created with love to help other fellow busy podcasters free up time so that they could do more of what they love, whether that's traveling, time with friends and family, or working on other ventures. If you want to free up your time, then have Podcast Laundry do the dirty work of note-taking, graphic creation, editing, show tagging, and uploading for you. Go to PodcastLaundry.com or call 347-871-8273 to schedule your consultation. And remember to use code CYLS. That's PodcastLaundry.com or call 347-871-8273.